are talking about spiritual growth. Hallelujah. Today I'm torn between two things. I had two, two separate messages and I don't know which one to preach. So I am, uh, I, I, I'm just going to go with the flow. Is that all right? Because I don't know which one I end up preaching. But we're talking about spiritual maturity. And uh, we talked about the different stages that um, we go through, isn't it? Do you remember the stages? The first stage was what? Baby stage. And uh, what are the characteristics of the baby stage? A lot of carnality. A lot of lust, fornication, sin. Isn't it? Then the next one was what? Sorry? Youthful stage, young person stage. And what do they do? They are able to teach others. They are a little more mature, isn't it? They are a little more productive. They are not afraid of hard work. They take up new challenges. You see, I, I, I really want you to aspire to be young, to move from the baby stage, to take up new challenges. Are you with me? It's amazing how, it doesn't matter how old we are, when it comes to things of God, we behave like babies. We don't like taking new challenges and opportunities and responsibilities. We always want people to feed us. But we don't have any passion whatsoever to feed others. We always want things to be done for us. But we don't have any inkling to do the same for others. We want to be visited. We want to be taught. We want to be prayed for. We want to be counseled. We want to uh, receive. But we don't even think that we have to give. Let me say something to you. You know enough to teach somebody something. That's right. You know enough to teach somebody something. You know enough to encourage somebody. You know enough to pray for somebody. You know enough to impact on somebody's life. The Bible says that it is more blessed to give than to receive. If you are going, if you are maturing as a spiritual person, aim to give rather than receive. We have received too much. We are receiving, receiving. And you see, even naturally, the, the, the students will teach with their limited understanding of the subject are usually the better students. Isn't that true? Have you seen that there are some people in class, it doesn't matter, even when they don't know and they are trying to confuse you, they will teach you something. How many had friends like that? And usually those are the, the ones that do better in class. The ones that even when they know, they pretend they don't know. Really, they don't know. And they don't achieve much. Are you with me? Remember that in spiritual things, the older you go or the more matured you are, the more service you render. Jesus said that the, the, the people of this world, they lord their seniority and authority over others. But for you, it is not so. The one who is the head of all must be the servant of all. Are you with me? So come to the house of God or come to the things of God with the mind to serve, with the mind to give, with the mind for others. You see, your, the secret to your own prosperity and your blessing is in when you bless others. Are you with me? In the book of Job, the last chapter, the Bible says that, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Job was in prison. Captivity means prison. He had issues. How many have issues? Yeah. So Job, I don't, I don't know what your issues are, but I don't think your issues are anywhere close to Job's issues. But the Bible says that when he interceded or he thought of others, 
and he gave his mind to work for the betterment of others, God turned his captivity. That's a spiritual principle. You see, your captivity will be taken away when you give to others, when you help others. Hallelujah. That's the quickest secret to breaking through. I know you have issues. I know you have spiritual shackles. Problems that you have been dealing with. That seems not to go away. Let me give you a secret. Start working for God. And you would look for the trouble and you won't find it. Amen. Hallelujah. And then we move to the mature stage. And how many were surprised that when we got to the mature stage, it didn't really sound like a spiritual thing. The mature stage was more to do with character than spiritual. The fruit of the spirit. Can, can you put the scripture again in Galatians 6? 5, 22. 22 and 23. When we got to the maturity, it said that but the fruit of the spirit, the word fruit is the same word as uh, the offspring. It's what the tree gives birth to. What the mature person exhibits. So the spiritual person, the, what they exhibit is love. How many could see that Jesus exhibited love? Joy. Any, anywhere Jesus went, he made an impact in the lives of the people. So much that they had joy. The blind person receives his sight and he has joy. The impotent man sitting at the pool receives his healing. He has joy. Uh, uh, Peter's mother-in-law was sick. He received his sight. She received her sight, uh, uh, healing. She had joy. The 5,000 who were hungry, they, they, they got fed. They were jo- there was a lot of joy. Jairus' daughter got uh, her, her Resurrection, and there was joy. The widow at Nain, the the son was resurrected, and there was joy. Peace. He calmed the storm. He brought peace in the lives of the people around him. Are you bringing peace or you're bringing war? Long suffering. Someone say long suffering. How many will agree with me that? Christians of today, our suffering is no longer at all. Because even the, 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 the preaching that we hear has nothing to do with suffering long. It's not a sign of prosperity. You know, when you go to the, the, the church, the Catholic church, and all those type of churches, they preach uh, 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 piety, suffering long, uh, 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 sacrifice, and all those things. But when you come to the modern charismatic Pentecostal evangelical church, we talk prosperity, wealth, suddenly, dominion, suddenly. power, sudden blessings, sudden this, sudden that, sudden that. And that takes away long suffering. So even if somebody is suffering long, it means they've done, they, done something wrong. It means God is not with them. Because if God is with, with them, the first sign is prosperity. The first sign is blessing, dominion, power, miracles. But the fruit of the Spirit includes patience. The Bible says in James chapter 1, count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into diverse kinds of temptation, knowing that the trying of your faith Works, patience, long-suffering. And let patience have its perfect work that you will be entire, wanting nothing. You'll be complete. You'll be a, a fruitful Christian. Peter was saying to teaching the Christians in uh, First Peter, he says that add to your patience, add to your, your faith, Knowledge, virtue, temperance. 
Patience. Add long suffering to your faith. Add. So sometimes, you see, God will not make you get that thing that you've been fasting and praying for. Not because he doesn't want to give you, but he's teaching you patience. Amen. The Bible says that, and Jesus learned obedience by the things he suffered. What have you, what have you suffered? What have you survived? You know, to, today, really, what I, I, I have on my heart to preach is how to walk in spiritual authority. That's the message I've, I really, but I'm torn between that because I don't know whether you can really receive it. So I wanted to push a little bit on how to grow before you can operate spiritual power. Because see, spiritual authority is not reserved for uh, champion Christians, blowman Christians. Are you with me? It's not reserved. And this sign shall follow them that believe. All of them that believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will heal the sick. If they drink anything deadly, it will not harm them. But see, in the, in the church today, that has been reserved for the champion jockey. <laughs> Then we all come to support him as he is casting out demons and working miracles. But you should also do it. My people perish because of lack of knowledge. Amen. So, I don't know. That's what I really feel like preaching, but I'm going to persevere with this for a while. What do you think? All right. I have the go ahead, too. Amen. So how can we move from one stage of our Christian, our Christianity as a baby? We started that. We started that, isn't it? And we said number one, what? As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the world so that you may grow thereby. Hallelujah. You know, desire to move from the stage that you are in. Want to move away from having to, in the middle of the night, you have a bad dream, you have somebody, you have to ring somebody to pray for you. You always want somebody else to pray for you. You always want somebody to, to do things for you. Yeah, it's fine at the beginning, but desire to move out of it. You read the Bible, you don't understand. You want somebody to explain. Yes, it's good, but try and move from that stage. Have you realized that some people, they don't, don't want to grow? How many will agree with me? Some, some people don't want to grow because that needy spirit is a very nice thing for them because they don't want to take any responsibility. Hallelujah. But my prayer is that we will desire to grow. Yeah. I tell you, nobody knows everything in the Bible. Really? Nobody knows everything in the Bible. The Bible says in James that, behold, we see the glass dimly. It has been veiled. We see small. So the small revelation is what we share. But when he comes, then everything will be clear. But for now, I don't care who, which pope or which uh, man of God. We all have limited understanding we keep knowing. I have preached some messages that I thought was very powerful. Then a few years later, I've revisited the subject and I realized that I, it was not, it was not, 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 not at all. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. But see, the more you also teach, the more you are taught. The more the Holy Spirit can trust you with revelation. Paul says that I labored more than all of them. Are they apostles? Me. 
In prayers, I champion all of them. In working, none of them can come, come near me. In suffering, let me lay my credentials of suffering down and bring any of them, let them lay their suffering down. Let's see who would compare with who. And therefore, the abundance of the revelation that was given me, I suffered more than them. And you see, he got more revelation because he was willing to suffer more. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So I, I am encouraging all of us to get to the place where we desire to know. We desire to, to, to uh, get better than we are. Put that scripture back on. First Peter 2.2. 2. Push more in your reading of the word. Push more in your understanding of messages. Become an addict of sermons, of messages. Hallelujah. Make sure every evening, instead of letting the radio play in the background or the TV play in the background with news or, or all this nonsense going on, let sermons play in the background. Hallelujah. That is how you increase your knowledge. You don't even have to be consciously listening. You just let it play as you are cooking. Let the message be playing. One line will pass through your spirit, man. One day you stand somewhere and you give somebody a, a, a word and the person says, how did you know this? And you yourself, you'll be surprised. You don't know where you knew or where you heard that thing. That, But somehow, something passed. How many consciously learned a song? Mikey Jackson's song. Yeah, but when they start playing, you can sing the words from beginning to the end. Because it's subconscious, isn't it? I, I used to work in a, in a cinema many years ago. <laughs> I used to work Where in... Have Where have I not worked? Uh, you have no idea. <laughs> I, I used to work in a cinema many years ago. And, you know, some movies, I can recite every word from beginning to the end of the movie. And I never sat down with paper to learn like bed on a wire, uh, 48 hours. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what, do you remember those, when those so, uh, movies came? Okay. <laughs> okay, let me not show my age then. <laughs> Those movies, I was in the cinema and I could recite all the words, all the words. Conan the Barbarian and all those type of... <laughs> At every one time, there's four movies going on in four, the four cinemas. And it's like every time I take my lunch break, I go to the cinema. I go to the, so it's like I don't watch the movie from beginning to end. I go in when I'm on lunch. And I sit there. Sometimes I sit there for 30 minutes and I go to another movie. But by the time I know all the movies there, I know the words, I know when, what's going to happen. Even up to today, this is many, many, many years ago. Up to today, I can remember if the movie starts, I will. In the same way, if you take one message and you listen to it about 40 times, you can recite the message and the scriptures. It's like, it's like music. How many learned, you took paper and pen and you learned Beyonce's song? Oh, no. It's, it's when you're a teenage papa, you know those teenagers, they, they write the words. I don't know why these days they do that anymore. My time, people used to, ah, okay. People used to, we didn't have Google then. We didn't have lyrics you know, Google lyrics. No, no, we didn't have that. So you take, you listen to the music, you press stop, then you write, then you rewind, then you play, then you press stop. <laughs> that was a generation ago. Uh, we had something called cassette. Yeah, some of you don't know what cassette is. Then you go, Maxell, there was a Maxell cassette. Sometimes it, it, you have to hit it. 
Sometimes the, the wire will go into the thing. You have to take it up with, with a pen and then kill it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. But become a student of the word. Amen. Become a student of the word. That's how you grow. Listen, you are safer as a Christian being matured and be, than being a baby. Amen. Some people have this notion that if I stay on the outskirts of Christianity, then I'm safe. Because Satan will not notice me. <laughs> but let, let me tell you something. That is your, the wrongest assumption you can make. Are you with me? Because have you seen a head of a, a, you know animal? Have you watched any of these animal programs? Geographical, Geographical uh, whatever. You will see most of the time the lion will, will try and run through the head to try and segregate the weak, the ones who are in the peripherals. They are the ones that are easy. And as the devil walketh around to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Which means that like a lion, he can't devour all. There are some that he doesn't even bother with them. Because he knows he, he can't catch them. He goes for the weaker ones. The ones that are sick. The ones that don't, I can't run fast. The ones that are not strong. Listen, don't be a sick. You know, when you get born again, can I tell you something? When you get born again, it's like Satan has uh, put a bull's eye on your back. Have you seen that if have you ever had somebody you hate with a passion? Maybe not you, but you know somebody who hates somebody with a passion. When the person sees the child of the person they hate, they hate the person, the child, the baby. And anything related to the person. In the same way, Satan hates you because you're a child of God. Period. Amen. So develop some wings and fight him. Develop some strength and resist him. Rather than running away, stand and fight. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I, I mean, I, I say, say something all the time. And, and you see, I have three, four brothers and six sisters. I come from a family of four brothers, including me, makes five, five boys. And I have six sisters. Yeah. Out of the four boys that I have, the four brothers I have, two are dead and they died before their time. And one of them is on drugs, cokehead. My own brother, blood brother, my mother, one father. And one of them is a sorry sight. I don't even want to go there. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because some demon in my father's house don't like the boys to prosper. Are, are you getting it? So you either die before your One of my brothers, he died in the room for about two weeks and nobody knew he was dead. He was two weeks, dead or more. It was when he started to stink. That's when they broke the, the, the door and they found him. My other brother too died. Even before his 21st birthday, he was dead. Hallelujah. Mysterious death. And then my other brother who was a year and a half older than me who used to go to church with me stopped church backslid and fell into drugs and that was it. If you see him, you think he's 70 years old. He's only 18 months older than me, but he looks like 70. Are you with me? The only thing that has kept me sane here, talking to you today, is God. 
You know, so I, for me, I can't play with. <laughs> I can't play with this thing because my very life depends on it. I don't know about your family, but I'm talking about mine. Are you getting what I'm saying? My very life depends on it. When you go into my sisters, same story. The ones who are not in Christ, their lives are something else. The ones who are correct are the ones who's, who found God or God found them. Hallelujah. Yeah. I'm telling you why you must go deep in this thing and stop being shallow. Uh, because it's dangerous. My brother was in church. We used to go to church together. As young people, we used to go to church together. When my brother starts to pray now, oh yes, he was a prayer warrior. Me, I was a music man. He was a prayer warrior. But at the point, he started playing with this. And that was it. Hallelujah. You can't afford to be a casual browser. Amen. How many have similar stories like me in your house? Yeah, 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 I know. I know my story is not different. In fact, in my area, the area I grew up in, there were about 10 houses on one row. And you have sons, you know, every house has sons different generations, but they are also like my big brother's generation, my big sister's generation, then my other brother's generation, and my generation, they, fall, they follow like that. So we used to play together. No house out of all the 10 houses in that row, there's no house that one, the, 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 the people are not dead or on drugs. There's no house. Everybody in, from number one, my house was number one to number 10. It's either the person has died, they are on drugs, they've gone mad. They're or they are in jail. Or they become something. Hallelujah. Because yeah. we, we, we grew up, I grew up in a very affluent, you know, the, the rich boys, rich, uh, what do you call it, men's children. So it's like everything, we started driving cars, the young age, you know, going back and forth and all those type of things. So it was a fast life. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know why I'm going on all this. But to be very honest with you, out of all of us, all the boys, there are only two of us who are anything seen in the whole area. I can give you my address. You can go and check it. Only two of us. And even that one, the boy, he's in America. He's, he's on a third marriage. And me. Hallelujah. Could it be a coincidence? Oh, they were not lucky and I was lucky. Out of all the brothers I have, I'm the one who doesn't have oh, no. brains. Oh, compared to my, my brothers. Oh, I'm the one who doesn't no book. <laughs> yeah. But somehow, God has kept me. Somehow, I was able to finish university with a good grade. And I did my master's. You didn't know I did master's. <laughs> you look like one. Hallelujah. Yeah. Only because of his grace. His grace keeps you, protects you, and elevates you. So grow. The, the, the scripture we started looking up was what? Second Peter 2, 18, isn't it? Grow in the grace. 
Don't be shallow. Don't, don't be a spectator in the things of God. When we go to work, we aspire to be the boss. We aspire for promotion. When we, we go to school, we want to be, uh, uh, we want to get good grades, isn't it? We, we try to better ourselves. How come when you're in church, you don't try to become anything? Don't fall into that trap. Amen. I say it's a trap. Don't fall into it. Number two. So number one is what? Desire to grow. How many are going to desire to grow? Number two, learn to pray. First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Learn to be a prayer warrior. Don't be very uh, uh, casual with your prayers. The Bible says that we wrestle not. Put uh, Ephesians uh, 6 on there. 10. It says that we wrestle. Finally, my my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. See, what, what Paul was saying is that now that you are saved and everything, learn to grow in strength. Amen. Amen. And then he teaches us how we are going to be strong. Number 11. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality. You see, the fact that you can't see Satan, you can't see demons, you can't see principality or powers, doesn't mean they don't exist. (laughs) Have you not realized that any area you go, there's a certain type of thing that is there, a certain type of character uh, traits there, a certain type of behavior there. Have you not realized that when you go to London, it's like the, the, the young people are mad. They are just stabbing everybody all over the place. When you're in South London, it doesn't matter how nice you raise the child. At a certain level, the pressure is there to join a gang. At a certain level, they start to play with knives. My friend called me. He said, I am going, I am relocating from here. And I was like, why? Because we had, we've been talking and he's been telling me his plans of what he wants to do. You know, he wanted to start a business. All of a sudden, he called me that he's relocating to Africa. And so I said, why? He said, I went into my son's room and I went into his back. He's in year, uh, year what year do you write this year, see? He was in year 10. So a year before this year, he said when he opened his son's back, he saw four different knives, different, uh, what do you call it? Designs. Designs. And different, his little boy that he carried, his little boy that he takes to church, he thinks that butter will not melt in his mouth. Young boy, he has four different types of knives in his bag. Quickly, did he organize his ticket? <laughs> <laughs> the boy didn't know what hit him. The next day he was in Africa. <laughs> and the guy is come back. He left his, he left them. He left everybody. He's come back. He's here now. So he's come to organize himself and go back. I mean, it was an emergency decision. <laughs> emergency decision. Because you know what? There's a certain spirit. There's a certain principality that hovers around a certain area. Have you not realized that you go to a certain village, all the men don't work. A certain town, all the men don't work. All of them are drunkards. All of them beat their wives. All of them do this. All of them are are promiscuous. Every area has territorial spirits. The fact that you are not aware of them doesn't mean they don't exist. They are there. You go into a certain family, there's a certain thing that you can worry. Everybody dies young. Everybody uh, has, uh, they, 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 they don't marry. Everybody divorces. Everybody has some funny disease in the, in the family. You know, I've just told you mine. 
The boys, none of them work. Nothing, hap- none, nothing good happens to the boys. And it's not only my father's sons. His brother's children, same. So, the only way to withstand that is prayer. You must understand that you do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And you see, those principalities and powers, they are not friendly. There's not like friendly demon. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He has no problem. He has no other business with you than to steal, to kill, and to destroy you. Stop playing with baby demons. So as for me, this is my only vice. My pet demon is this one. Have you not seen a, a baby lion? It looks like a cat. Let it grow. As you are doing pet. Kitty, 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 kitty. One day, before you realize you are dead. Hallelujah. It's a wrestling contest. And if you are going to wrestle, then you must develop some muscles. Amen. So if you could pray only five minutes, go deeper. Blessed, bless. Amen. Amen. That's all you could do. Go deeper. Because the demons don't care about our blessed, bless. Amen. You know, you know, Jesus said that when a demon leaves a person, when he's cast out and the house is swept clean and garnished, he goes through waterless places. And then he says that I'll go back to my old house to go and see. And then when he goes and finds the place swept clean, and nobody's living inside. It goes out and gets seven other demons, more wicked than himself, bigger than himself, and brings them to come and live with him in the house. Now, now, ask you, I'll say, deep this, deep it. If you are, if seven demons, senior demons come, is it not the junior demon that will serve them? Demons are they, 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 I know I'll be a servant to the seven demons, but I don't care. So long as this person will be destroyed, it's fine. I'll serve. That should tell you how wicked they are, how they operate. They are not friendly. Are you with me? They could do anything they want, they were in charge. Now they've brought seven other demons more wicked than them. They can't be in charge. They have to serve the wicked demons. They are now the minority, but still, (laughs) they will rather that. They will rather that and destroy you. Hallelujah. So we can't afford to relax. Brothers and sisters, we can't afford not to go deep in this thing. We can't afford not to be strong. Be strong in the power of his might. Put on the armor. Because you are wrestling against not flesh and blood, but against principalities. Now principalities, powers, rulers, of the dark. See, all these are ranks. You see, principality comes from the word principle. So they are the principal demon. And then there's a power. Then there is a ruler. Hallelujah. So you see, all of them, you have, you, you see, by the time you wrestle with the principality, you are going to meet the power. And by the time you have dealt with the power, the ruler is there. 
Jesus said that which man can go and take hold of somebody's house, a strong man's house, if they first not bind a strong man, then they can, every man has a strong, every, every city has a strong man. And a strong man has a, 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 a power over it. And a power has a ruler over it. Amen. Rulers of spiritual, rulers of, next verse 13. Go on. Rest of the 12, rest of 12. Darkness of this age against spiritual host of wickedness. The word host, we are talking about thousands. If legion is 6,000, a host is more than legion. So we are, we are not talking about little issues. See, what you can't see doesn't mean doesn't exist. Hallelujah. So become prayerful. I say become, you see, you get a new job. Don't just go into the job. Pray. You move into a new house. Do you know the principality that has lived in that house for 70 years before you are coming in there? Do you know who has slept on the bed you are coming to sleep on? Do you know who has sat on the toilet you are coming to sleep on? Do you know who is bat on the in the bath you are coming to bat in? You don't just take things for granted like that. So I have got a new house. Let's do housewarming party. Look at somebody. You are about to be. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? You've got to take spiritual authority. Hallelujah. Take charge. I was telling you about my friend. He says he was in his house. Anytime he goes into any room, as he enters the room, eh, he scabwebs on his face. None of the people in the house, his wife, his children, feel the cobweb. Just him. He will leave the room, go to another room, cobwebs. He will leave there, go to another room, cobwebs. He will leave there, go to another room, cobwebs. He will go back to the room he has just come from. Then he will meet another cobwebs in his face. And it always comes on his face. For the last three years, he hasn't had a job to do. His face is Christmas time, he called me. And then we, I said, okay. So I told him something that we will do. So every 12, between 12 and 1, I'll, I'll be praying with him. I'm sitting in my house. He's sitting on that continent. We are praying. When we finish praying, he said, now he goes to the room, no cobweb. He goes to the room, no cobweb. He goes to the room, no cobweb. He went out of the house to the gate. He turned left, cobwebs. <laughs> and he said, you see, you have run away. If you are a man, come back to the house. <laughs> Hallelujah. See, sometimes when you hear some, some of these things, you take it for granted. But they are real. I said they are real. Amen. So learn to, the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee. How can you resist if you don't have the power to resist? And you don't resist by punching the air. You resist on your knees. Hallelujah. Next verse. Therefore, take the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil, withstand in the evil. They haven't done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having gathered your waist with truth. Your, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking on the shield of faith with which you'll be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked one. Are you with me? When you take the armor, you are not going to play. Nobody wears full military war 
regalia to go and play chess or hockey. You wait because you are about to go to war. Hallelujah. I tell you a story. I don't know what I told you before. I was working in a company and another company bought my company. And then, you know, anytime they buy any company, the first department to go is the finance department. Because every company comes with its own accountant. So they don't need another set of accountants. So they said that out of all the accountants, they're only going to pick three or four of the accountants. The rest, they're going to lay. Ah, we're sitting at work. Then everybody will get up and go to Kim. Then Kim will say, say something. Then they'll go and sit down. Then another person will go to Kim. Then, ah, then everybody, about a team of about 10 or 12 of us, everybody was going to Kim. So I asked one guy, why is everybody going to Kim? He said, don't you know? I said, well, don't what? Not knowing Kim is a clairvoyant. And so she'll go and read, say, okay, you are, your name is on the list. <laughs> you are going to be sacked. <laughs> then he said, okay, I don't want to be sacked. That's okay. Then Kim will swap your name with somebody else. Then that somebody also to come and see Kim. Okay, your name is on the list of those who are going. And then he said, okay, swap. So they were swapping, 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 swapping. And when I heard this thing, I just stood up. I walked to Kim and I said to Kim, you'll be the first to go. And I went to sit down. Guess what? When they came to announce, Kim was the first to leave. All the people that came diverted all left. Me, I was getting ready to leave for France for as a missionary. It was around that time. My name was not on it. I went to France. They paid me two, three months rent. Two, three months pay, even though I wasn't working. Are you, are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, we are not playing with the physical. Are you with me? Some of us, we are afraid of witches and wizards. What we don't realize is that we have more power than witches and wizards. If only we are going to go deep. Yeah. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. And it's not rocket science. It's just learning how to pray. Amen. Number three. My time's up. Okay. Sorry? Number three. What was number one? Number two. Number three, learn to read the scriptures. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. For in it that will make your way prosperous and you will have Good success. Joshua chapter 1. Verse 8. Blessed is the man that standeth not in the, sits not in the place of the scornful, or stands in the way of sinners, or walk in the path. I'm talking about uh, Psalm 1. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in this, in this that he meditate day and night. And he, that will make, his delight is in the law of the Lord. And he meditates day and night. Number three, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water whose fruits does not wither. That brings forth in this season and his leaf does not wither. And whatsoever he doeth, Prosper. Amen. Amen. Learn to delight in the Lord. In his word. 
The hymn writer wrote a song, when we walk with the Lord in the light of his word. What a glory he shines. He sheds on our way. As we do his good will, he abides with us still. And with those who trust and obey. Hallelujah. See, the words that we are reading, their spirit and their life. The prophet said that, and the spirit entered into me when he spoke to me. A spirit will enter into you when you read the Bible. And that spirit will make you strong. Hallelujah. Yeah. Listen, don't be strong in novels and Netflix. And knowing your series. How many know your series? Give me a wave. What are the series? Give me some of the series. I watched a series in, uh, in America. Still, I'm still trying to remember the name. No, the, the, the one with the... That's, the, that's this one's addic- addiction. If she has any addiction, it's prison break. The one with the, um, what do you call it, the pro- music producers. What's it called? Those black, uh, what do you call it? I've forgotten. It's like... Uh, a series, American music producer, Empire. Empire. Those things, you can sit behind it for weeks and not finish. The law firm one, the one you like, Suits. This one, she'll watch it Christmas time. She watched it from 20, 20th to to first. to first, she didn't stop. She only goes to sleep for five minutes to wee wee and to eat and come back. Oh, if you could spend that time in the scriptures, spend that time in prayer, can you see how powerful you will be instead of prison break? How many prisons can you break? All of it is a lie. The person is dead. The next scene is not dead. What kind of nonsense is that? 